You're with Dr. Darlie Lees, bringing you uncommon insights and practices on wellness, relationships, and spirituality in seven-minute nuggets or less. Today, we'll explore why putting God first isn't what you think it means. Put God first is a principle and well-known saying within the Christian community, but I've observed we struggle with its practice. And I think I may know why. Putting God first isn't what we think it means. In the first chapter of Genesis, we encounter these words. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. God places the first human pair in the Garden of Eden, blesses them, and tells them to go take over the world. Did you catch that? Fill the earth, God said. The earth, not just the garden, has always been our inheritance. While God dressed the garden in indescribable beauty, he left the globe for Adam and Eve to make their own. Here's what's striking to me about that. He could have done the reverse. God had every right to create a wonderful space that took up the entire world and then leave a little plot of land for Adam and Eve to do their thing. What he does instead is truly remarkable. In the magnificence of the garden, God gives our first parents a taste of what's possible, provides them with the raw materials and tells them, now it's your turn. From the very beginning, God has been calling us to adventure, exploration, curiosity, and creativity. True, the entrance of sin adds toil and pain to the mix, but that doesn't cancel out the initial divine call. Made in God's image, we have been given creative intellect, not just to manage what God's made, but to dream and working with our hands to do, adding on to God's creation through the use of our own creative faculties. So why do we often think the Christian life is so restrictive, we can't move, so constrictive, we can't breathe, so prescriptive, we can't think for ourselves? Here's where I believe we get tripped up. Imagine a list from one to five. On that list, God is first, family second, friends third, work fourth, possessions fifth. You're probably trying to live up to this list right now. But I don't get the sense it aptly captures the human flourishing God intended for us. I'm not alone in this assessment. One Christian author amended the list. So imagine you're typing this up with me. And the number one spot on his list is God. No surprises there. Now hit enter on your keyboard. Again. And again. And again. And now one more time. And in the number two spot are listed family, friends, work, and possessions. I get where this author is going, but I disagree with this perspective as well. Another concept I've encountered is dividing aspects of your life into a pie chart. For spiritual people, the obvious thing to do is to allocate the majority of the pie to religious activity and as little of the pie as possible to other pursuits. I personally like this concept least of all. This way of thinking, I believe, does damage to our practical theology. 
how we live out our faith day to day because we struggle with what putting God first actually looks like. As a result, we shortchange and unnecessarily frustrate our Christian experience. Here's what's awesome. Life is not a list. Life is not a pie chart. Life is a work of art. Think of a gorgeously colorful painting. Maybe the canary yellow represents your work or studies. Boysenberry purple are your neighbors. Pistachio green is the soccer team you play on. Fire brick red may represent your family. Persian blue might represent a band you started. Flamingo pink might be the nonprofit you volunteer for. Mercury gray might represent difficult people and circumstances. Tiger orange may be your culture. Deep magenta may represent your church family. Your life, like artwork, is unique to you. A distinctive combination of styles, textures, and techniques, each showcasing how your relationships mix, overlap, and contrast, creating beauty, movement, and meaning. Some works of art delight us. Others inspire us. There are those that provoke us to think deeper. Still others simply take our breath away. Listen, no list can do that. Lists are dull and the Christian walk is anything but. So you may be thinking, hmm, okay, I see where you're going with this. But Darlie, which color is God? God isn't a color. He's the canvas. God's not in competition with the relationships in your life. He's not out to supplant them, but to support them. If you want a deeper dive into this topic, check out the link to my vision series in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today. If you liked what you